God bless you <clears throat> and God keep you is our prayer tonight. We're grateful for another opportunity to share the word of God tonight. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this day. We pray you bless us and we pray you would keep us now. Now bless this time. Bless this word. Give us your strength. Give us your power. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. We ask it all. Amen.
In the book of First Chronicles, First Chronicles chapter 14, First Chronicles chapter 14, I want to look at verses 8 through 12. First Chronicles chapter 14, verses 8 through 12, and it says, When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. But David heard of him and went out against him. Now the Philistines had come and made a raid in the valley of Rephim. And David inquired of God, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you give them into my hand? And the Lord said to him, Go up and I will give them into your hand. And he went up to Baal-perazim, and David struck them down there. And David said, God has broken through my enemies by my hand like a bursting flood. Therefore, the name of that place is called Baal-perazim. And they left their gods there, and David gave command, and they were burned. And I want to talk from, the, from this subject. Be careful who you try to get. Be careful who you try to get. There is something to always remember, and that is when you are right, the Lord will be on your side. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, when you are right, God will fight your battles. And it is always important to do what God says and let God direct you. Because the way to have victory is letting the Lord order your steps. The way to have victory is letting the Lord order your steps. Because when you let the Lord order your steps, when you let the Lord direct you, that is when you will have victory. Because victory always comes to us when we allow the Lord to direct our steps and when we allow the Lord to lead us, that is when we will have victory. Am I right? There will always be opposition. In any realm of life, there will always be opposition because when you follow God, that's when opposition comes. Following God will bring opposition to you. Following the Lord will bring opposition to you. And when you follow God and when you live for the Lord, you will see opposition will come, but you don't back down. Opposition will come, but don't back down. It's, it, it's not the time to back down. It's, it's not the time to be afraid. And it's not the time to be worrisome because you know God has your back. And I believe that's a good word for us tonight. Remember who has your back. And remember that with the Lord, you are never alone. With God, you are never alone, but the Lord is with you. Anytime things get hard, anytime things get challenging, and anytime things get upsetting, don't forget God has your back. And because the Lord has your back, that will give you strength to know that I can fight on, I can go on, and I can live knowing God as my back. Because we are always in a battle, but we should know God is with us. You're always in a battle, spiritual battle. 
personal battle, mental battle, emotional battle. We are always in some type of battle because we're following God. We're trusting God. We're living for God. But even though you are facing a battle, even though you're facing a rough time, even though you're facing a rough period, that is not the time to quit. That is not the time to concede. And that is not the time to give up. You have to keep going and you have to keep living and you have to keep believing no matter what it is, no matter what you deal with, no matter what you face, you keep believing and knowing that God has your back. God has had your back all this time. God always has your back. He always has your back. And we should know that because we're always in a battle. And you have to be careful of who you turn to when you're in a battle. All advice is not good advice. And everybody that says that they're your friend is not your friend. Because some battles you see from God who to rely on and who not to rely on. And you see who's really in your corner in a battle. Because following God will always produce an adversary. Following God always produces an adversary. Wherever you are in life right now, when you follow God, rest assured there is an adversary. There is somebody that is after you. There is somebody that's against you. There is somebody who's not happy. There is somebody who is upset. There is somebody who is mad. There is somebody that can't stand it. There's always an adversary when you follow God. That's why you have to be careful of who you tell your business to. You have to be careful of who you rely on. And you have to be careful of who you depend on because there's always an adversary when you follow God. It's always an adversary. Because watch it. Following God produces those that will be against you. And the reason they are against you is because God has anointed you. I want that to sink in. The reason they are against you is because God has anointed you. And when God has his hands on you, that's when enemies show up. Enemies will come when you are anointed. And not just when you are anointed, but watch this. When word gets out about you, there will be those who will come after you. When word gets out about you, when the Lord is blessing you to do things, when the Lord is opening doors, when the Lord is blessing you or blessing your family or blessing what, blessing what he's placed in you, there are always going to be some people who come after you because anointing attracts parasites. Anointing attracts demons. And anointing attracts Because watch this, you don't have to ask for enemies to come. They come when you have the anointing, but watch this, they also come when you have the attention. Woo! <laughs> you wonder why you got enemies? They don't like the attention you get. When you are the one that's getting the attention, when you are the one that's getting the open door, when you're the one that's getting the commendation, when you're the one that's getting the nice words, when you're the one that people are speaking kind about, there's always going to be people that says, I can't stand this person. I don't like this person. 
when you are anointed and when you get attention, watch out. Enemies hate when they're not number one. Enemies hate when they're not number one. Because when you have an anointing, you have to understand attention is coming to you and everybody can't handle, deal, or like that fact. Because look at verses 8 and 9 of the text. Once David was anointed and the Philistines heard about it, that is when the Philistines came after David. When you are talked about, be careful and alert about who comes after you. You got to be careful. Because people have a funny way of switching up when God has anointed you or when God is blessing you, when God is allowing you to be spoken highly of. You think everybody likes hearing about you? Listen, everybody don't want to hear about you. There are people who don't want to hear about you, so they'll do what they can to eliminate you. There are people who don't want to hear about you, so they do what they can to eliminate you. That's why they get in groups. That's why they start chirping about you. That's why they start asking questions about you. Everybody that hears about you does not want to, so they do what they can to eliminate you. You have to be watchful and understand there will be those who will come for the sole purpose of hurting you. I know, I know we don't like to hear that. I know that's bad. But it's true. There's some people who want to hurt you. There's some people who crave to hurt you. There's some people who desire to hurt you. And, it, and you don't have to be doing anything wrong. But you, you know what you do wrong in their eyes? You get the attention. And you have the anointing. Because you can't count on everybody to be happy for your anointing. You can't count on everybody to be happy for your anointing. Because when you are called by God, and when you are anointed by God, that is when you have to understand that you are a marked person. You can't go throughout this life without somebody not liking you. And you can't go through this life without some people having a feeling about you and having conversations on you. Don't be shocked. Don't be surprised because all conversations about you aren't always good conversations. And there will be those that will hear what is on you and what has happened to you that will be the main ones that will come after you. Everybody that says they are with you aren't. And you have to watch you got to watch who starts talking about you once God equips you. Once God equips you, once God blesses you, once God changes you, once God validates you, everybody won't be for you. Sometimes we make the biggest mistake in our walk with God thinking everybody's going to be for us. Everybody likes us. You there are people who don't like you just because you got a nice smile. There are people who don't like you because you drive a nice car. 
There are people who don't like you because you got nice hair, because you have nice eyebrows, or, or there are some people who don't like you because your, your child is doing good and their child is not doing good. There are some people who don't like you just because they don't like you. And there are some people who never can give you an adequate reason. They just find excuses. Some people, and that's because when God anoints and when God puts his hand on you, some people will not agree. Some people won't like you. But you don't stop being who God has called you to be. Don't stop being who God has called you to be just because some people can't get with you. Oh, well. You still be who God has called you to be. Don't switch and don't change you for anybody. Oh, that's a word. Don't change you for anybody. Some people are good about talking about you. Some people don't want you to succeed. And there are some people that don't want you to have success. But here it is. You can't stop what you didn't birth. <laughs> God is good. You can't stop what you didn't birth. David is anointed by God. And because David is anointed by God, that settles it. And when you have God on your side, always remember you have victory and God won't let any enemy get past him. God won't let any enemy get past him. No enemy will get past God and get too close to you because they can be around and after you, but always remember an enemy can have a plan. But God always makes the one he needs have victory over the enemy. And you ought to be able to say, I know that's right. I know God has taken care of me. I know God has allowed me to have victory. I know God has seen me through. I know God has blessed me. I know God has cared for me. I know God has helped me overcome my enemy. And that's why I trust God. That's why I serve God. And that's why I believe God. Because I know God has given me power to overcome my enemies. God has did that. And because God has did that, that gives me assurance. That gives me confidence. And that gives me belief knowing that with God, all things are possible and that I have victory. You have to walk with victory. You got to walk knowing that God is your refuge, knowing that God is your shepherd, knowing that God is a shield, knowing that God is your salvation. God is all of that and will be all of that when you need him to be, which I hopefully, hopefully that's every minute. Every second, every day, I need God to be at his best in my life. I'm getting happy. This is getting good. Because see, watch this. The work God has for you is why you haven't stopped. The work God has for you is why you haven't quit. And never forget when you have the Lord on your side, you have victory and have peace from God that you know it's already handled. It's already handled. You can walk away right now. You, you that are listening, you, you can be at peace right now knowing that God already got it. It's already handled. It's already taken care of. You have to always remember God has it handled. You can be talked about. 
You can be attacked and you can have people giving you nasty looks, but even still you overcome because God has it handled and because God is with you, nothing can stop you. That's the thing. When you love God and when you follow God, you're covered by the protection of God. And you can face the attacks, but attacks can't stop anointing. An attack can't stop the anointing God has on you. That's why you keep walking. That's why you keep smiling. That's why you keep serving. That's why you keep staying strong because an attack can't stop the anointing. Keep walking with God. And watch this. You have to take the high road even when you want to get them back. Uh-oh. Even when you want to get them back, you have to take the high road. Because there's something about you that you can lower you and, and make yourself do something and be something that is not you because God has too much for you. God has too much for you. And because God has too much for you, you can't always try to get even. You can't always try to get back. God has too much for you. And because God has too much for you, it makes you move on and press on. But can you take the high road by consulting God instead of trying to handle it yourself? I want that to sink in. Can you take the high road by consulting God instead of trying to handle it yourself? I know you want to. I know you, I know you have it in your mind what you're going to do. But that is when you grow in Christ. When you are able not to fight those who aren't good for you. That's when you grow in Christ. When you are able not to fight those that aren't good for you. Exodus chapter 14, verses 13 through 16. Moses said to the people, fear not, stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You have only to be silent. The Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the people of Israel to go forward. Lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it that the people of Israel may go through the sea on dry ground. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 44 through 46. The Philistines said to David, come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you down and cut off your head. And I will give the dead bodies of the hosts of the Philistines this day to the birds of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Psalms 37 verse 1 and 2. Fred not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. This word anointed in the Hebrew means consecration. This word went in the Hebrew means to rouse, to stir up, to ascend. This word search in the Hebrew means to seek, to face, and find. This word inquired in the Hebrew means to ask and consult. This word said in the Hebrew means to speak and to promise. This word give in the Hebrew means delivered up. This word hand in the Hebrew means strength and power of man. In the name Belperazim in the Hebrew means the Lord of breaks and the master of the breakthrough. <laughs> Woo! That just made me start shouting. God is the God of the breakthrough. 
you ought to be able to praise God right there and say, God is the God of the breakthrough. I'm glad God is the God of the breakthrough because God is the God of the breakthrough. I can break through any chains. I can break through any storm. I can break through any mountain. I can break through any, any ropes on me. I can break through any problem because God is the God of the breakthrough. And you ought to be able to say that and, and believe that and know that God is the God of the breakthrough. Woo. That ought to make you be rejoicing right now that he's the God of the breakthrough. So no matter what comes at you, God is the God of the breakthrough. That's what I said. God got it. God got this. God is going to take care of you because he's the God of the breakthrough. So, so when something comes at you, you ought to be able to say, oh, I serve, the, I serve a breakthrough God. When you, when you face problems, you ought to say, I serve a breakthrough God. When you face problems, when you deal with those who are criticizing you, when you deal with those who are judging, I have, I know the God of the breakthrough. When you're facing problems at work or you, you may be facing problems in your school, you may be facing problems at your home, but you ought to say, God is the God of the breakthrough. He can break through anything. He can get me through anything and he can allow me to overcome anything because God has never had false identity. Whatever God has said, he has done. He's been my provider. He's been my supplier. God has been my commander. God has been my comfort. God has been my hope. God has been my love. God has been my, God is the God of the breakthrough. Because here is the Lord. He's given whew, what is Bible or something. He's given the enemies, the Philistines, into the hands of David. The Lord has and is showing he will take care of the enemies. But David had to do what God said to have security. What did David do? What David did is what we have to do. Verses 10 through 12 shows David sought the Lord. And that is when the Lord made the promise that God would give the enemies over to him. But David sought God. Watch this. David didn't move until he got the answer from God. And maybe that's a word. You need to seek God. Stop trying to seek everybody else. Talk to God. Get in this right here. Get in this Bible. Talk to God for yourself. Stop trying to get all this advice from everybody else, from everything else. Start turning. Turn to the word. Get in the word and seek God for yourself. God has all the answers that you need. Oh, yes, he does. You better get in, that, get in this Bible. Turn to the word of God. Everybody, hey, you ever know everybody always got an answer to something, something, but they about you, but they don't never have an answer about them. Everybody always want to say this, say that. Turn to the word. Turn to God. Go to Jesus. And that's the best answers. You can have. Stop trying to go to everybody else when they are full of problems, when they are full of junk, when they are full of mess. Stop going to people for answers when you know they all they have is just mess around them. Go to the Bible. Turn to the word of God. David sought the Lord. And the Lord made the promise that he would take care of the Philistines. That is the thing that you don't have to give too much of your time, energy, and attention over to your enemies and those that don't like you. If people don't like you, they're not going to like you. So why give them all your time and attention? You draining yourself and making things hard on yourself when you know some people just don't like you. If they don't like you, they don't like you. Period. 
press on, move on. What good does it do you to fight constantly with your enemies? What good does it for you to go back and forth with your enemy or go back and forth with people that you know are dirty? It does you no good. That's why you have to stay clean. And the way you stay clean is seeking God. When you seek the Lord, when you pray to the Lord, and when you talk to the Lord, the Lord already has the answers to your problems. He's got the answers to what's bothering you. He's got the answers to what's hindering you. We have to trust him with our problems. We have to trust him with everything. And then we see he will work it out. God, here it is. God will work it out, but you got to back off. God will work it out, but you have to back off. In other words, let God work. Get out of the way. What, what good would it do you to need your what good would it do you if you needed a driveway fixed but you know nothing about concrete no you need to go somebody who knows about paving roads and get out the way what, what, what good would it do you to go to go to somebody who makes jerseys and you don't know how to needle and thread you need to get out the way. Get out of God's way. God is telling us to move out of the way because he's already got it under control. Stop trying to do God's job by handling your enemies. Because sometimes we can try to handle it and then cause more problems. Don't keep trying to make things happen on your own. <laughs> but when you know that God hasn't worked out, you keep on living and you keep on doing what you need to and watch, God will give you the victory over your enemies. But you gotta know that when people are not for you, they will always try to use an angle to get you. People that are not for you are always trying to use an angle to get to get you. But see, the problem is they don't know what angle God has. They don't know what angle God. They don't know what angle God has made. They don't know what angle God has directed. The people who try to get you with their angle, their angle gets slashed because God won't let them get past his angle. And you ought to thank God right now that God always has a better angle. God always has a better move. God always has a better diversion. God always has a better direction. Because God always has another route and spot. He always has another route and spot. The thing is, what is your strategy when you are facing battles? When battles come and when the heat is on, are you seeking the Lord or are you seeking somebody else and others? Because when you get the wrong words, when you get the wrong advice and when you get the wrong route, it will mess you up. The best strategy is to follow God and seek the word of God and seek out what God wants you to do because don't let people tell you what to do because sometimes people tell us what to do because that's what they would do, but that's not always a winning strategy. 
The winning strategy is hearing from God and listening to what God is saying. Can I show you that in scripture? Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 10 through 12. And now behold the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came from the land of Egypt and whom they avoided and you didn't and did not destroy. Behold, they reward us by coming to drive us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. O oh, our God, will you not execute judgment on them? For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Verses 15 through 18. And he said, listen, all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but God. Tomorrow go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz. You will find them at the end of the valley, east of the wilderness of Jerusalem. You will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, and the Lord will be with you. Then Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Psalms 23, verse 4 through 5, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they come from me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Deuteronomy chapter 3, verses 1 through 2, then we turned and went up the way to Bashan, and Og the king of Bashan came out against us, he and all his people to battle at Idri. But the Lord said to me, do not fear him, for I have given him and all his people in his land into your hand, and you shall do to him as you did to Sihon, the king of, of the Amorites who lived at Hishbom. Nehemiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Now when Sambalat and Tobiah and Geshem the Arab and the rest of our enemies heard that I had built the wall and that there was no breach left in it, although up to that time I had not set up the doors and the gates, Sambalat and Geshem sent to me saying, come and let us meet together at Hecaphraim in the plain of Ono. But they intended to do me harm. And I sent messengers to them saying, I am doing a great work and I cannot come down. Why should the work stop while I leave and come down to you? That is something that you must remember, and that is something that you know, that when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, and when you know the Lord is on your side, don't be fearful, because God is with you. When you know God is on your side, that's it. Don't be fearful. God is with you. And the other thing, the other thing about enemies and those that don't like you. Don't let people who don't like you make you not show up. <laughs> A lot of people who don't like you, they can't stand it when they see you still show up. Because that just shows they didn't get you. That shows they couldn't stop you. Don't let them make you not show up. But when you show up, it makes you see that you didn't stop you didn't quit and you didn't give them power. Real power is showing up when you are being pursued. Real power is showing up when you are being pursued. Glory to God. That's what real power is. And that's the thing that you can't forget about following the Lord. Don't be afraid of those who are trying to block you and stop you because don't let those who don't like you make you forget that God is with you. God is with you. God is there for you when you are on the battlefield and you will be on the battlefield, but don't forget that the Lord is the commander. And the Lord is with you. And with the Lord, you can overcome. Remember that God is with you. And that is why even when you know, and the Lord will reveal to you those who are not with you, those who are not for you. God reveals that. God will show you that. God will show you signs and God will put some feelings in you that make you not always feel good, make you feel uncomfortable, make you feel not at ease. God will do that. But when you show up, 
when you look at them and when you still show them Christian love, they can't do anything to you because God has them. God has them. God has your back. And God has your victory plan right there for you. Make sure that you remember that God is with you. God got you. And stay in the word of God because it lets you know victory is coming your way. Because if we really trust the Lord, then we should know that the Lord has given us the strategy and that is in our hearts when we read the word of God. We have what we need. God has given us a strategy. We, we can look at so many things. We can deal with so much. We can face so much. We can observe so much, but we got to continue to stay in the word. Go back to the word. Go back to what God is saying. Don't deviate from the word of God. Just because others are deviating, don't you deviate. Just because others are not putting God putting God on, on, on the pedestal, putting God on the high mountain. Don't you stop focusing and seeking God. You ain't got to seek everybody else. You ain't got to seek every other thing. Seek God. I'm about to be through in a minute. But how much word are you putting in your heart? You have to have, you have to have the word of God in you. Because when you have the word of God in you, that is when you know that God will be for you and with you. But you got to have the word of God in your heart. Stop neglecting the word of God and then wonder why you are not feeling well, feeling full, and feeling like you are alone. You are never alone when you know God. And you're never alone when you have the word of God because it is a good reminder that God is with you. The word of God is there. The Lord is the word and the Lord is the one that has you in his arms and care. So don't forget that God is with you and that with God, you have joy, you have a friend, you have a good reminder. God has not stopped being good to you. God is still good. Even in these battles and even with dealing with the enemies, the Lord is still good. And the Lord is still your father that will always look out for and will take care of his child. There's a good reminder God, that God is what you need. Whatever you need, God is that. Whatever comes your way, God is that. Whatever you're facing, God is right there. Every moment, every time, every day, every season, God is there. Thank you, God, for being there. Can you, you all just tell God, thank you. Thank you, God, for being there. Thank you, God, for keeping me. Thank you, God, for never abandoning me. Thank you, God, for never turning your back. Thank you, God, for always being right there for me. He's there all of the time. Psalm 27, verse 1 through 3, the Lord is my light. And my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise against me, yet I will be confident. Psalms 3, verse 1 through 4. O Lord, how many are my foes? Many are rising against me. Many are saying to my soul, there is no salvation for him in God. Selah. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. Selah. Verse 7. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheeks. You break the teeth of the wicked. Psalms 40, verses 12 to 14. For evils have encompassed me beyond number. My iniquities have overtaken me, and I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head. My heart fails me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let those be put to shame and disappointed. 
all together who seek to snatch away my life. Let those be turned back and brought to dishonor who delight in my hurt. And then Psalm 71, verse 1 through 2. In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. And that's what it's all about. Continue to trust in God. <laughs> I said continue to trust in God. Even when it gets dark sometimes and even when it gets troubling. And sometimes it gets difficult to deal with. But don't you forget the Lord is with you and the Lord is on your side. You keep trusting God. The Lord is on your side. And because the Lord is on your side, you have that understanding. You already know. When I turn it over to the Lord, I know that the Lord has it under control. I know that the Lord has it worked out. And I know that the Lord will take care of me. That is what you don't forget. And that is what you always remember. And that is something you always keep with you is that you know God has it under control. And that lets me, and that lets me know that with God, I can and will overcome anything that is after me. Because God doesn't leave me by myself. And that's a good reminder. God will not leave you by yourself. God won't leave you. Other things may leave you. People may leave you. God won't leave you. That's why you got to trust the Lord. That's why you got to believe in God. That's why you got to focus on God. That's why you got to serve God. God won't leave you ever. Other things might leave you. Other people might leave you. God won't leave you alone and God will never turn his back on you. Psalms 30 verse 3. Oh Lord, you have brought up my soul from Sheol. You restored me to life from among those who go down to the pit. Psalms 31, verse 3 and 4. For you are my rock and my fortress, and for your name's sake you lead me and guide me. You take me out of the net they have hidden from me, for you are my refuge. Keep trusting God. Keep believing. Keep serving. Keep knowing. God is able. And that God will always see you through, and that God will always take care of you. Lord, we thank you for this time. Thank you for this word. We pray that this word has brought clarity. We pray that this word has encouraged. Now, Father, we pray that you would just continue to bless us. We pray you continue to touch us. We pray that you would just continue to allow us to grow in your word and your law and your statutes. Just have thine own way and we give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. This is in the wonderful, blessed, powerful, and awesome name of your son, Jesus. Do we pray and ask all these things in Jesus' name. We pray that somebody who may be who does not know you will come to know you. We pray that you just continue to grow us, continue to change us, God. In Jesus' name we pray and we ask it all. Amen. God bless you. We pray you continue to like, comment, and share. Thank you for tuning in tonight. We pray that you would uh, join us and we'll be coming back next week with part two of Be Careful Who You Try to Get from 1 Chronicles chapter, chapter 14, verses 13 through 17. You want to be a part of that uh, next Wednesday night. And if you don't, if you weren't able to catch us Wednesday night, we will be rebroadcasting this on our church Facebook page on Thursday at 1130. So God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Amen.